0: Okay, good morning guys. Can we please grab our seats? Try and come really nice and close. I
1: <laughs>
2: did.
0: <laughs> Okay, good morning, guys. Um, we have a car that's, that's in the road that we've got to move um, due to health and safety regulations. Um, there's, it's a little Hyundai, a little silver one that's right in the end there, CEY registration. Please, could we ask you to maybe move your car to the back? That would be fantastic. Is that anyone's car? Okay, fantastic. Thank you very, very much. Okay, so it's so lucky to see everyone here this morning. We're going to have some awesome time together. Um, We have a few visitors in the house also. I don't know if you, could you guys just in boldness raise your hands? Oh, that's fantastic. We want to... We want to hand out some flyers to you. There is a free coffee, a um, little flyer in there. Um, but we just want to get your names and see how you guys are doing. Keep your hands up, ladies. That's awesome. Okay, and I want to remind you guys um, for the visitors, we, the toilets, or the, the yeah, the toilets are three at the back of those wooden, um, those wooden dividers. You'll see that there are signs up, up at the back. Please, um, the gents and the ladies are in there. Just follow the signs. Um, You'll see more or less on the third song also, we'll have um, a Josh Jen Kids Ministry sign come up. And for all those mothers, please take your kids to Children's Church and sign them in. You guys all okay with that? That's that's awesome. And that's at the back also. Thanks as well. And then we are just a reminder for prayer meeting. there's a prayer conference on from the tw- from the ninth to the eleventh tw- of March. It will be displayed or it's put up on our um, website, the Joshin website. so please have a look at that. please join us. Um, it's going to be an incredible time of just just um, getting the heart of prayer. so which is so important. so please, please join us in that. Um, any other Nothing else. So I guess, guys, can we maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, hang on, hang on. The big bus is yeah, here. <laughs> ah, yes. Two very important things. We want to. Um, we got. Well, it's very important, but it's also very sad. <laughs> 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 oh, did for me. Okay, Audrey, do you want to come up, please? To this morning, we're going to be praying for um, two two members of this church, two saints, and we're going to release them. Audrey's felt for a season that she uh, is needing to go and assist our PM um, service, so she's going to be moving over there. And so it's a very, very sad day because uh, we love this, this, this person so much. Um, but I don't know. Can I ask maybe the com group that she was in maybe to come up and we we'll quickly pray for her and just release her? Several. <laughs> Okay, is there any more? Okay. Okay, Father, we we want to thank you for Audrey. We want to thank you for her next season. We pray that, um, yes, that you would move upon her mightily in this next season, that you'd use her, that you'd knit her in as family. Father, that she would just desire to get closer to you. I pray that um, these students would come around her and that they would sit in her presence, and also draw from her at times. Lord, that you'd use her mightily. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus.
1: Yeah, Lord, I want to thank you for this amazing gift that you've placed in Audrey, Lord, to uh, bless the body Jesus, and with the wisdom and um, you know, just a prophetic gift as well, Lord. I really pray, and we send her, we bless her, Jesus, that she will be a blessing where she's going, Father. We thank you uh, for the time that she was with us. And uh, we trust that she's going to come back, Lord, if it's in your will. <laughs> um, but, oh, God, there where she's going now, I pray for a lot of fruit, Lord, especially in the people that she's going to bless us lives, Lord. We want to speak it out, Lord, and we love her so dearly, Jesus. We're going to miss her. Yeah, Lord, and just
3: for... Um Lord, she's been an example to to someone that that as is as busy as the challenges that she has um in so and so many levels, but has never used as an excuse to draw back and serving you full out father and i I pray, Lord, that the example she is setting and how to serve you full out father will be a testimony wherever she goes father lord that young guys will look at her and say oh that's how you serve jesus when you um 35 <laughs> but that's how you serve jesus one day and uh, i i pray that that uh, that testimony and that example will be set in a young generation jesus yes amen
4: thank you lord and um then we have um,
0: one more, Ruan. I don't know if you want to come up. Guys, we need to get family and friends. Okay, but before we pray, Carl wants you to.
1: Cool. Hi, guys. So I can not speak a few words, so it's not even been used, but I can hear it a bit hard to communicate. So yeah, it's now six months, what I've It's a bit bittersweet. I can't, I've been for six months broer, uh, waar ek terug gaan naar Durban wil te uh, so met mijn my vrou, Tracy. Ja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, ja, yeah, bittersweet, want dit was die, ek denk die woeste tyd waar die ek nogal ooit was met jullie leven. Dit was nogal een beetje van een laag verlaag gewees. Maar uh, sweet in die sin dat ek het Jesus weer ontdek. En uh, dit is te dank aan julle. Uh, Sjaal bijvoorbeeld, daar was het waar is was Waar is Ja, ja. Hey, Sjaal, yes, yes. Yes, it's an oyster word. The girl that I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ja, I joke the range managers. And apparently, is actually the deal of our panel. Ruan, nee. ruan is the deal of our panel. Maar so, Shaal, so nee. vandaag is die dag. Da, die girl, you know who she is kom praat met Karel na die tijd. Okay. Shal, soot jy vandag uit. Oké, okay. goed, raad. Maar Shal is so lief verere. En, uh, en, en ek het net iets hier gevang, net, net, toe, ja, toe ek baan my lief gebleid het. Shal was ik gewees uh, laas jaar op een stadium. En, uh, en, hy <laughs> vraag toe vir my of ek uh, iets vir hom kan doen. Ek sê, ja, Shal, wat kan ek hier doen? En hy vraag dat, dat, dat ek sy kamer moet skoonmaak vir hom. <laughs> ek dacht, dit is bieke weird, maar... So, wie ook al die goel is, weet net dit. Maar toe vraag vir my dat ek vir een biekie de Bijbel lees. En uh, hy wil net, hy wil net soos die woord ontvang het. Weet. En uh, dat die woord om het was. Dit was net so special gewees. En hy het net so relaxed en hy het net in so peace ingegaan. Hy was raarig baie geweest. gewees. En uh, dit is net maar my hoe special sy verhouding en hoe close hy met is. En ek ken hier al verlang. Ek zal van 2002 de, een deel, deel van Josh zien. Um, maar dat de een paar is weggeval so oor die jare en uh, Charlotte ma net maand wat het is en hy het niet so special, special kluis verhouding met die jare. En uh, ek het dit net leer ken, net, uh, net wat ik al trots al was, is die medanie, weet wat ook al uh, ideale of wat ik al ek gehad, het standaard wat ek op myself gesit het, is niet medanie. So die jare het net alles weggevat. En ek wil nie dankie sê van allemaal wat een rol gespeeld. het. Jylle was niet judgmental geweest, nie. Julle judge, gewees, het my net aanvaard met open arms. Julle het my net gelief gehad. Met my kam, jullie zijn er eigenlijk so, so special. Uh, Christus, is Christo Mariani so? Uh, Christus het hierdie een dag een fout gemaakt en gevraagd dat ik hier kam lei. <laughs> en die oudens was nooit weer diezelfde rana nie. Ja. <laughs> maar, uh, Maar ja, ik wil net een so klein mykie share wat ek daar geshared, want dit is een raar deel van my testimony. Jy weet, uh, ek het verlang uh, gemaakt as wat ek alles by mekaar het, jy weet, vir baie lang tyd in my leven. ik was een trotse persoon geweest. en uh, daar was zeker goeders wat ik nie wel gehad het, mensen moes weet van my nie. Um, tot en met laatste jaar het, was wel twee goeders wat Tracy nog nooit geweten. het, en ons is, ons is al 16 jaar getrouwd. Je weet, ek... Uh, um, toen ons getrouwd het, het ek wel ik ek het een graad in sielkunde gehad. ik heb altijd een ding gehad van, ik wil niet dom wees nie, of dom voorkom nie, want ek wil die mense moet, maar ek kan aanvaar. Jy weet. En uh, ek, het, ek het sielkunde geswaad, maar nie klaaggemaak, maar maar het was geleen, bijvoorbeeld. dat klink zo so petty as ik nou wat praat, maar dit, soms hou ons vast in sikere goeders, maar as ons uit van ander mense weer, dan gaan het ons definitie van wie onself is verander. En as, hier, as het eerst uit in en is, dan klink het zo so stupid, maar dit, dit het hou van vir my gehad, en die andere ding was pornografie, dit het ek van een baie baie jonge ouder om gebatteld om jou, en dit het uh, klompe goed is in my leven, en je kan net imagine actually wat, wat, wat die skade is wat het kan doen, maar ek het vir lang, lang gebatteld om je. in selfs als een leier in die kerk ik altijd, ik ek wil gehad het mense moet I've got it together, ek ontthoud toe ek geval het uh, in een verhouding, het uh, Russell nog nog 'n comment gemaakt van uh ek is die laaste persoon wie hy dink d- dit sal mee gebeur. Want ek het net hierdie 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 uh beeld gehad dat ek is ek is van en ek is okay en ek wou nie gehad het mense moes gedink het dat ek battle nie. Jy weet uh ja. So ek uh, dink uh, een groot ding vir my is om ek het met die kom gedeel is transparancy om actually net real te wees. Um, en nie om te wacht by die punt waar jy hewelik en alles uit mekaar uitvang. Um, voor voor julle, voor 6 maanden terug was ik vir jaren in die kaart nie, ek net um, verklomp is, dit probeer rechtvaardig. Maar die realiteit is, jy kan al voor 20 jaar gekomen het en niemand kan enig weten wat in na hard aangaan nie. Niemand kan actually weet die is wat vir jou wat hij zelfs niet is voorscheen nie. En soms is zoals ik een leens wat ons self vertel, is actually waarheid. Je weet, zoals bijvoorbeeld die sielkundeling vir my. En uh, jy, jy dink het definieer, ja. Um, maar ja, die realiteit is, um, jy weet, jy, ons aanvaard nie hoe die heren ons sê nie. En, en tot en met ons dit nie doen, jy gaan ons nie raarig dierbrok um, En net om te leven met die heren, en net om raarige verhouding te hee met hom nie. En net om vry, ek voel so vry, en het is net so lekker om net in, in die te wees. Soos ek gee nie om wie weet nie, uh, want dit is niet eigenlijk niet. dit is nie ek nie voel as ek praat oor die dooi mens, maar die heren het rarig klomp werk gedoen, en ek dink as ons self net uh, toelaat net om weer eens net te sê oor ek gee nie om wie ek, dink ek is nie ek gee om wat die heren sê is en uh, net om just to come clean with yourself uh, net, en nie by die punt te kom waar, soos ek sê jammer is ek my self verhaal, maar waar jy amper alles verloor niek. Ek het die tweede geleentheid gekry en ek is so bitter uh, uh, dankbaar daarvoor weet, uh, uh, excuse, ek gaan oor my merk, tydsmerk, maar Tracy is so mooi voorbeeld van van, van, van God in ons kerk en hoe sy gebruiken but yet uh, work in progress weer terug in met in haar leven. En hoe, hoe Sy my het aanvaard en hoe reëre ons net aanvaard. Um, so ja, uh, dit is, ek wil nie dankie sê vir amal en uh, dankie vir Mike, dankie Karel en dankie vir jou voor ja al die leiding. Daar was 'n Sondag geku geweest waar karrel. Ja, nou mos karrel waar waar hy waar hy gevoel het weet Jesus eens wat weet jou veterans wat kan ek kan ek nou maar sê wat voel hulle stap nie reg in of wat die Here wil hulle met doen nie een. Ehm ek het gebly sit en toe het hy my uitgeroep. En toet heeft het my woord gebring, en jy het my gesê dat Jesus sê, I believe in you. En daar was actually nogal, ek wil vir jy sê, dit was a, dit was a kardinale, a baie strategische, belangrike ochtend vir my, en my dierbraak gewees, my Dank Dankie vir jou leiding, um, jy was nie for nie, but you were loving. Ik um, love die feit hoe humble jullie leiders is, uh, ek, ja, yeah. You let a rare bar, good liars, you excellent men in the trenches, You let a rare place in a here and alle all en and dank for wie will is in as a kind of time klein can kan no Durban then dan gaan will net a riker and a better plaque So, thank you, Jesus. that's that's
0: amazing. Thank you very much. I would, I think it'd be um proper if we maybe get uh, run your wife to come and stand next to you, um and then a few uh, family just to come around, um, <clears throat> uh, as as you were as you were just sharing a testimony with us, I I really just felt the the just the love of God on both of you, and I feel like um this is you've not just gone through this, just because God's brought you guys together God is going to send you together now, and that sense of sending together in unity and I feel that there's still going to be a, a, a long road to walk and, and a brokenness that's going to come and this is going to be so transparent to people around you um, that sense of where other men where other families are struggling will come to you guys for guidance will come to you for just how did you go how did this all happen you know, that, that sense of you being able to give to them and to love them back into the kingdom. I really see that. So, this is going to be an incredible season for you guys as a couple in strength and transparency. Tremendous strength and transparency. And then unity will, is also there. That's what I feel. So, Father, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, and then, and then these other guys can. So, so Lord, we want to pray for, for Ron and his. Um, and his beautiful wife. We thank you what you've done here, this miracle. Father, And we thank you what you're going to be doing in their future. We send them back to the church that they've come. Lord, that you would knit them in beautifully again, that they be part of family. Father, that they can be pillars in the church once again. We pray this in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
1: Yeah, Father, I thank you how... You take the ashes and you give us joy, God. Yeah, God, I haven't cried this much in so long. (laughs) Yeah, just to see what you can do. Beyond thought, beyond hope, what you can do. You are amazing. Yeah, let him just take this thing, God, and break it into other people's lives and... Let your kingdom come even more through them and in their lives and in their whole household thought. Let your kingdom come, God.
5: So yesterday um, they had the renewal of the vows in Durbanville and we were there and uh, I'll just share this word again and uh, I've got another one that I want to share just so that the rest of the guys can hear it. But I saw a picture of you guys walking through a maze and there were all these beautiful pictures on the walls and it was black and white pictures Um, And I felt like God was taking you through this maze and he was saying that he's going to bless the latter part of your lives more than the first, like with Job. And as you were walking through the maze, like all these colorful pictures started popping up on the walls. And I really just have this sense that God says the latter part is going to be more blessed than the first. and, And just run as you were sharing, I just have such a sense of the weakness, like recognizing our weakness And I felt like God says, but there is power in weakness. And I felt like like Paul says, so that Christ's power may rest on me. So I feel like that the power of Christ will rest on you guys mightily as you go out because you have recognized that you are weak without Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for them. We love them, and we're so excited to see what you're going to do.
2: Yeah, Lord, thank you so much for for everyone, Lord Jesus. And, and thank you for his life, Lord Jesus, that you love him so much, God. Thank you for the, for the story that, that you're writing in, you know, in his life, Lord Jesus, and him and, and Tracy's life, Lord Jesus. It is so beautiful. It's remarkable, God. And we are so in awe of you this morning, Lord Jesus. Yeah. We are so, so in awe of you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the good work that you have done, Lord Jesus. Yeah. It is absolutely beautiful, God. And, and thank you, God, through... Um, when we are weak you are strong Lord Jesus and you have been strong Lord Jesus you have been so 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 strong Lord Jesus you are so faithful Lord Jesus you are so good God And we, we just pray such a blessing over them Lord Jesus and Father I pray God that your presence would overflow in their lives Lord Jesus into the people of around them God all the days of their lives Lord Jesus now God that they would shine your light Lord Jesus your kingdom will come and your will be done Lord Jesus bless them God we praise you God you're so so good Father thank you Lord
0: So run! we release you to go and be strong with your wife. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh. Okay, guys, we're going to go into a time of worship now. And up here, you can feel the presence of God. You know, He's here. He's amongst us. And He wants to do incredible things in your life this morning. And even through these testimonies that have come, you might be feeling God tugging on your heart already. So engage today in worship. Guys, can we have the musicians up, please? That'd be cool. So let's let's stand, guys. Let's get into the presence of God. Okay, Father, I pray. In the name of Jesus, that your Holy Spirit would come and move amongst us. Lord, that we would engage with you wholeheartedly today. That our gaze would be set upon you and your son, Jesus. That we would enter in, Lord, and give you everything this morning. In Jesus' name.
6: you have, like in your life or in your past, whether it's struggling with pornography or domestic abuse in your family or whatever, God is saying that He will not not make you only whole. Like it's not like you're going to be whole and then that crack is still going to be visible for everyone to see. But the Lord is saying that He is making you new. He is making you completely new so that that thing won't be visible as an identity on you. It will just be visible as a thing to give Him more glory. So Lord, whatever whatever our brokenness is, Lord, whatever form it takes, this morning we give it to You and we ask You, Lord, we say we trust You to make us new. Holy Spirit, come and make us new.
7: Hallelujah, death has lost its grip on
0: there's such a beautiful presence of God's God here today. And there's almost a sense of God's grace here in the front. And you might be wondering Yo, at times things look different. But that's okay. Because the presence of God is still here. The presence of God is amongst us. The kingdom of God Is within us. You've asked Christ the King to enter in. And the kingdom of God is within us. There's a sense of awe about that this morning. It's going to the next song is just keep your focus, keep your attentions, keep your affections. All to the King of Kings, because it's all about him. It's not about us. It's not about what we can do, how we can do it. No preconceived ideas on how church service should be. But the focus is entirely on Him. Thank you, Lord.
7: You are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every.
8: We sing I, you know he's just so comfortable and he's just hanging there he's kicking his legs he's so relaxed he looks at everything around him and everyone around him and he is he's so content and happy to be held by me knowing that he's loved and while we were singing I was just reminded of you know like that's God um, and so he causes a few challenges we are we are sleepy and tired because we don't sleep well, um, and he brings along the other challenges that babies bring. But he, you know, while I was holding him, all of that fades away. It's not like I'm standing here and thinking, "Oh, I'm so tired. Oh my goodness," you know, uh, and almost uh, holding it against him, like I'm holding him, I'm just loving him. That all of that fades away. I don't even think about being tired, and um, maybe, <laughs> yeah, and. Um, and what's so incredible for me, and why I felt that I need to share this, is that he is so unaware of the challenges that he is causing us. He's just hanging in my arms, and he's just so happy, and he's so at peace being with me and being loved by me, and he's he's relaxed in my in in my loving him. And and I just had this sense that that's what God wants us to do. You know, he's you know, just to re- relax in His, you know, and being at peace in, in Him loving us and in His presence and not let the, the challenges that we're facing that we're going through, that we're causing um, distract us of, of that peace and that, you know, just to be in God's presence and being at peace um, and just, yeah.
0: So Father, I want to thank you for this morning. I want to thank you for what you've done amongst us here. And I pray, Lord, that the sense of your presence would continue to be with us throughout the sermon. And that we we would hear what is on your heart here today. In Jesus' name. Thanks, guys. Can we grab a seat, please? Yeah, we're gonna hand over to Carl for the
4: word. Uh, yeah, Hi, uh, um it's uh
3: it's interesting with cultural um challenges what what some some cultures obviously will find acceptable or not acceptable. When I was in um i I was for a long time in wellington and uh, the one township that was close there was called Bukwini. and i taught every almost every day i taught in their school and um I, after a while i felt like the kids really respected me but came summer um i realized every time i speak they struggle to look at me you know and they they i could see they torn in two whether they should look at me or not look at me and uh um I just felt like them very far and I couldn't figure out what on earth is going on and then later on I realized I've got a cap on and uh, just in there in the culture or at least in that that setting having a cap on I mean that's you don't do that you don't do that in a in in an official formal setting um, especially especially if you're not preaching and so just my ignorance in the situation caused actually People to stumble and uh, not receive from me. So I gladly then took off my cap and then everything was right again. Alright. So I, 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 I was tempted now. I was tempted. What? Did you say my shirt? I'm keeping that on, bro. <laughs> uh, um so I was tempted now, but I thought like shh, maybe maybe I'll be a stumbling block. So um yeah so um, just before we we actually kick into the word, there's obviously the exciting thing that's happening next week that we we just want to want to say again um, and just emphasize again so you guys would know that uh, we would like each one uh, to bring one one. and it's easy everybody can bring a buddy all (laughs) right but don't get fooled if you're a couple bring a double But for the singles, get someone to mingle. <laughs> to zone, <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 Martinez. To get into the zone, don't come alone. <laughs> All right. But I know for the wilder guys, if you're a ranger, you can bring a stranger. Oh, Shaka, It's the other one? Ah, and if you're true, then I'm speaking to you, my man. Bring a group, okay? So, so the the question is: I know there's many that want to know what is a group. A group is. uh, uh, Rudy is bringing six people already, so I said to him, "No, that's not a group. Ten is a group." (laughs) Guys like Vian doesn't uh, he doesn't operate in individuals. He bring he operates in groups. He brings them by the tens. So um, we had Lynn. That's organizing the the kids' church for the time, so she had to ask for the um, <laughs> for the uh, Sunnydale guys just just to get um, bands so that we don't get confused with all the kids. So she had to order a certain amount of bands for um, all the kids. So they asked them, uh, they asked her how many she should bring. Where is Oh, uh, Ah, Lynn. So Lynn ordered two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> So if are expecting 200 kids, I don't know, you know. So anyway, there, there is a, a great excitement on it. I'm going to, there's with that, we're going to actually do a picnic. So I'm going to ask Sal just to uh, give us a little bit more insight on how that would look.
5: So for those who are new with us today, Gala is speaking about Visitor Sunday. So we're going to have Visitor Sunday next week. Sunday, same time here. And I was just thinking early in the week about how Jesus left the 99 and he went off to the 1. And this whole event is for the one or for the groups or the ones. But we really want to get people who don't know the Lord um, or maybe have encountered them or unchurched, but especially those who don't have a personal relationship with Jesus to come into our context in a relaxed setting. And so we thought picnic is a great way to do that. So I don't know who of you have been to Kirstenbosch Gardens before where they do the live band and everyone has a blanket laid out and they've got their picnic goodies. So that is what we're going to do next week, Sunday. Um yeah, just so that they can come into a familiar setting. Because sometimes I don't know about you, if you invite someone to church who doesn't know Jesus, it's like, oh, it's overwhelming. I don't want I don't want to come to church. And the theme about the theme about next week is gonna be um unbelievable stories. But you've seen on the fly the un is scratched out. So it's actually reading believable stories. So we're gonna have three super cool testimonies of people coming to share what God has done in their lives. Um, and we're going to have a few songs. And then for the kids, there's going to be amazing stuff. We're going to, Luray's organizing it. It's going to be amazing. Um, so we're going to have slippery slides and jumping castles and treasure hunts in the forest and face painting. So bring your kids, bring their cozies and their towels. And it's going to be super, super fun. And be really trusting, yeah, for salvation. So we're trusting that the Lord will actually come and do something in hearts. Yeah. Back, lucker. Oh, yes, yes, sorry. So you must please bring a picnic basket and a blanket to sit on. Um, I forgot about that, that's very important because we don't want like a half a picnic vibe. So (laughs) if you you send the flyer to your friends, you can say to them, you're welcome to bring a picnic basket but if you don't want, that's fine, we've got you sorted. Just bring extra stuff for them, please. If you're inviting 10 people, just get a few people and say, please bring and share. There will be a pancake stand here as well and coffee. Um, but we, we want to sort of stay away from cheese as far as we can and just have a lacquer picnic set up here with baskets and goodies um, and just bring them into that setting. Laka, are you excited?
3: <laughs> um, all right, so then this Wednesday again, I think the message has gone out, but this Wednesday we will not have calm in our, in our homes as usual. We'll all come together at SCAS. I've got that sorted. We'll, we'll meet at SCAS. And then I'm going to ask um, for Wednesday, that as a church, we would uh, take, the di- the, to take the day to fast, right? That we'll fast for our time on Sunday. So again, fasting, I know how the rangers do it. I know how the uh, troopers do it. But uh, we're free. We're not going to put on any uh, um, instruction on exactly how the fast would look like. Um, but we're going to, in whatever way makes sense to you, we're going to fast then this, this coming Wednesday. The sunday evening uh, yeah the sunday evening we're going to come together here and we will um we'll pray together there's a couple of things that i just want to sh- uh, chat with us and actually how to approach a new believer but we'll uh, um yeah we'll do that all year all right then about this morning um i last week um last week sunday evening i had a chat with all the prophetic guys so it's a little bit in house the the chat that i'm um, that I'm having now, but um I, I spoke to the prophetic guys. For a while, I felt our prophetic arm has become a little bit weak. So I felt like at some stages in our personal ministry times, there are words flowing. But as soon as it comes to the group, I felt like our prophetic arm has just become a little bit weaker, and so the the it just doesn't penetrate as much, and the flow of it is just not as i felt like at least how it used to be and where i thought we should should have been by now and i i thought like oh look let's let's speak at least to the prophetic guys and let's stir them up to to do what they need to do in regards to that that thing and uh um i asked i asked naku to pray because naku i found naku's gift sometimes is when uh and i lean on her quite a lot actually when there is a situation like this and there's clearly an issue. Or clearly, something that's not wrong. I can't always see what is the what is the thing that caused what's the obstruction that caused the the water to flow through the pipe. What is the issue? And she usually is quite good to 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 discern that to, to pick that up. The um so um, I asked her to pray, but uh, in the meanwhile, uh, she, me, and her had a little bit of a disagreement. So there was a bit of a vibe between us. So it's Sunday, mo- uh, Sunday afternoon, and I'm like, she out of the blue said, okay, God, God gave me a picture. I'm like, all right. What did he show you? I don't feel like sharing it with you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do, you can't withheld what God has given you. I mean, come on. <clears throat> then she said, like, she's not here, but, but th- then she said this. If you would wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> if you wash the dishes I'll tell you and clean the kitchen so I wash the dishes and I uh, I cleaned the kitchen and I'm like okay please now tell me what did God show you and then she continued reluctantly share what God has uh, showed her but I think actually it's a key word I, I shared it with the prophetic guys and I, I want to share it with the with us as well so what she saw is it's you know the gears that fits into one another you've got smaller gears that that all turn and as the smaller gears turning the the medium-sized ones are turning and then ultimately the bigger gear is uh bigger gears are also turning and what she saw is as the smaller gears would stop moving it ultimately ripples that the bigger thing was also not moving and she said what she felt is Because there's people withholding what God has given them, thinking it's too insignificant. After a while, what's happening? The whole engine comes to an end, right? And uh, I shared to the prophetic guys, I said to him, I want to post to you, and I think it is from God that some of you have had stuff come. God has been giving you certain stuff you look at what you have and you look around you and you go like oh that's that's too insignificant or this is not cool enough or you know this is the fear of man or whatever it is and that thinking is almost kind of rippled through many of us that ultimately it's affecting the bigger the bigger wheel the bigger gear of how we should operate in regards to these things and i look if, if that is you uh, i would want you to, to just consider and, and, and repent <laughs> and and where you have withheld. look not only from you but where you have withhold from us because that's ultimately kind of what it is you know you've withhold from us and as stupid as we are not realizing that ultimately it is withhold the whole engine to actually come to an end if all of us start um, thinking that way that's the one and i'll speak a little bit more about that the other thing that i want to want to say just a little bit here is i've noticed the last while that somehow um the way that we regard some of our meetings especially our sunday meetings has become also a little bit more reluctant you know what does it in any way matter if i'm here or not and uh, what significance do I in any way add to the table? I'll in any way just sit. All in any way. And I feel like a little bit of that type of thinking has rippled through us as well. And I want to just kind of, look, I, I, I don't, I've, I've, if I say it, if I've said it a couple of times, then it's probably not true anymore. But I, I don't like to pull out that verse that do not neglect the gathering of the saints. Right? But I, I do think there is a little bit of that that has just creeped into us easier, because we do not regard our significance of being here anymore, and so everybody thinking that is just starting to impact the bigger, the bigger whole, right? And to some extent of what has been shared today, that the significance of who we are and what each one brings has just dropped, right? And what my pieces has just dropped so i um, and i i've uh, um i've been privileged to to just be around and being able to uh, witness different ministries and and our different ministries function and of course you know if you would look at if you would put on T- does tbn still exist even christian television tbn ntv uh, not ntv god <laughs> tv almost us uh, <laughs> If, if, if you, uh, that, uh, um, if it's still, uh, I don't know if it, if it still exists. But much of, uh, um, you know, it's impossible to watch worship. Someone once said it to me, it really struck me. It's impossible to watch worship. Worship can only be partaken of. You can't watch it. You can only partake of it. And it's interesting, you know, if, if what has been presented in Christianity of, you know, really slick act on a on a sunday in front and the observation of that and, and how we improve in regards to this presentation and the more we improve it and the slicker we get well it's not only slick i mean it could be really anointed i'm not saying it's not anointed it could be really anointed guys that is coming here but so much of the energy of what we are and who we are comes all from here this is the extent wow this is so cool this is the extent of the Christianity or the church experience, right? And uh um I wanna say, you know, if I have two types of ways of raising up God's people, not me, but Jesus have two there's two different strategies of how people do it. And the one strategy is this, all right. I have the the money, I've got the um, the amount of money and the amount of connections to run my church like this there's 52 weeks in a year for the whole year i get the 52 most anointed people preachers in the world of course our list will differ depending who you are but imagine we've got the 52 most anointed people in the whole world and we have the ability to one by one get them every Sunday here. It will be a cocktail. We will get the really good teachers, the real power guys that just come in here, and I mean, even your dogs pass out. We will, 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 will get, will 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 get healing guys. We'll get, uh, prophetic guys. I mean, you, you'll get every, I mean, you, 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 can't imagine. I mean, the the 52 most anointed gifts every week come in. Then with that, we get the 52. Most anointed worship bands, guys, every week. And again, and again, we'll have a cocktail. We'll have from, from the most liveliest to the deepest. Whatever you want, we can get them in for a year. And you'll sit there, and I promise you, as that is a strategy, opposed to, wait, let me give the other one, as opposed to a family of people, that learn to share their lives where every member is functioning and speaking and caring for one another. Two ways of, 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 of bringing the church. I've seen, I haven't had the privilege to see the 52 most anointed people in a year, but I've seen that strategy. And I tell you, it can't compare what will be spit out on the one side and what will be spit out on the other side, it can't compare what will come out on the other side. And so in some ways we've got a we've got a machine we've got the church we've got the family that is every member steps into what God has for them if everyone flows if everyone relationally in a true and real way are connected to one another I'm telling you and everybody doing this role no matter who you are if you if you if you, we will we will have a baby raising machine here yeah. <laughs> We'll have a baby raising machine. And sometimes if you join us, it is a little bit tricky to, to kind of figure us out, right? It's like, what course can I join? What? And I'm, it's not like we don't have courses, but we definitely don't lean on courses to raise people up. We do have them, just not so many. <laughs> and that's just, it's just not so hard on our value list. We are firstly, foremostly, we find to learn how to love one another, be family, and in that way, Functioning, exercising our gifts amongst one another, and seeing how family raises kids. Right? Versus: An absolute, absolute church that is surrounded on how great a guy you can get here every Sunday. You will just not be as effective. You will get a massive church, probably, but I'm telling you at the end of the day, you will not be able to raise them up as quickly as that type of way that I'm just describing. And here's the trick, guys. If you want to have that that gears flowing, it's not this church. Oh, it's such a relief now. I'm thinking about it. This church's success is not dependent on the quality of the elders' preachers. Here you are, right? It's not dependent on that. It's not dependent. And how well the worship leader strike the notes. I know some of you have been deceived by that, but it's not the thing that determines it. The thing that's going to determine how we living out and doing what God wants us to do on the earth is dependent on how each one steps into what God has for them. How everyone starts activating and doing and giving and not withholding. And if the gear starts flowing from the smallest to everywhere, this thing will flow and we'll, like I say, we'll be a baby raising machine <laughs> very naturally. I just always say, you know, I spoke the other day to people, or God really, God raises people in a family. And it's not different with the church. He doesn't raise kids. For seminars, <laughs> he raised kids ultimately in family, and it's exactly the same with the church, all right So, the portion that I want us to quickly consider here is in John six. It's probably uh, quite applicable for what I've said so far, right? John six, from verse five, you guys know it well. But it says, lifting up his eyes, then and seeing a large. We're getting next week. We're getting a bigger screen. And I know when we get a bigger screen, people will grow just so much faster. (laughs) But it will be easier, really. (laughs) Crowd was coming towards him. Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this to test him for himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii would not be enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, it's, it's interesting how Andrew's note. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down now there were much grass in the place so that men sat down about five thousand in number right so um, just conservatively that's what people would say if it was five thousand men it probably were five thousand women there are five thousand men and five thousand women conservatively then there would be five thousand children here right it's about fifteen thousand people in the meeting right Jesus then took the loaves and when he had given thanks he distributed them to those who were seated so also the fish as much as they wanted and when they had eaten they full they full he told his disciples gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost all right it's it's obviously a story that that we all know i I quickly made a little bit of sums yesterday, and I thought, well, if there were fifteen thousand people, and conservatively, very, very conservatively, each one eat two hundred grams. That's three tons of food, right? So three tons of food, very, very conservatively. We don't even consider the leftovers that were there, and so on. So, and then we look at five loaves and two fishes now I'm, I'm thinking i mean i don't know what size fish uh, fish the mom was giving there but she thought like this would be this will be enough for the boy i can't imagine so i've been again over extending and i thought three kilograms it's like uh serious fish and serious bread there three kilograms of food i wouldn't give my child when i send him off for the day give him three kilograms of food i would think that's overkill definitely he's going to suffer more in the carrying but let's be if it's three kilograms and there was three tons needed it needed at least at least at least a thousand times multiplication right and so obviously if i've got one kilogram and i need to feed a ton and i sit with my one kilogram i'm going to go like okay this is this is just useless this is not going to help right so this is the this is the setting of what we are in the interesting thing for me is there's a guy called andrew it's interesting how he's referred to andrew's simon's brother simon peter's brother rudy where's your cousin rudy's this is rudy's cousin he introduced me sorry what's your name again hey krasio krasio he introduced himself to me today he says i'm krasio rudy's cousin that's cool right so i said to him It's cool, Chrisio. It's cool that you're Chrisio, Rudy's cousin, but there's going to come a time that we will only know you as Chrisio. You won't be identified simply by your association with Rudy, because you would be great and special in our much just for who you are. But Andrew was referred to as Andrew, Peter's brother. So there's twice that Andrew comes into the picture in the Bible. The one is with the um with the feeding of the multitude so andrew all the disciples look like okay what what do we have there peter peter wants the answer he looks around he says like i can't give the answer andrew is different andrew makes clear i don't have the answer but andrew had this trick about him he was confident in jesus at the answer so he would whatever he would do he'll think like okay what can i bring what can i connect with jesus and that was kind of Andrew's makeup. The second time that you find Andrew was in John 12. Now, this is a significant time in Jesus' ministry here, or would seem to be the significant time, because for the first time, Jesus' ministry is spreading out or seemed to be going further than just the Jewish nation. And Andrew comes and he brings to Jesus a Greek, somebody out of the Jewish fold. It's like Andrew's opening up the gospel, the person of Jesus, to the rest of the world. He sees the rest of the world. The guy comes, a Greek comes to me. It's like, look, we need the answer. Andrew goes like, unlike Peter, that might have been tempted. Well, just speak to me. I can help you. Andrew went like, well, I don't have the answers. But what I can do is I can take you to the person that is the answer. What Andrew then do is, he's the first guy that the first time that Jesus' ministry went out of the Jewish context, out of the context of Israel, and he brings him to a, to a Grecian. The first time. And Andrew was again the connector to it. He was a connector for people to Jesus. And he had to do that. He had to do that. Um, and have that posture. I wonder what would have happened if that boy came to Peter. What do you think I need to do with this?
4: I can't feed people with this. That's Peter.
3: But Andrew didn't think like that. Andrew knew he can't feed the people. But he somehow had a confidence that Jesus can. And what he was thinking all the time, I'm useless. But I've seen Jesus can do it. If I can just take him to Jesus, he can give them the answers. And so we look back at the life of a man that was referred to as Andrew, Peter's brother. But in the Gospel of John, there's two significant moments that this guy, if actually that miracle had to have an Andrew. If Peter was there, that miracle wouldn't have happened. And the second one was Andrew was the key to Jesus for the first time get into the wider world again if peter was there peter might have stopped it (laughs) might have said like sorry guys we can't help you andrew wasn't like that he was the guy that even though not seeming to have all the answers were able to connect so for you if you feel like you can't preach the gospel just bring them to visit their sunday all right be an andrew now okay but then there's the, there's the little boy, all right? Andrew comes like this. There's a little boy that has two fish and five loaves. Surely this can't help. I mean, the other disciples just went like, they didn't even bother. But Andrew still didn't believe that it could. The only people, the only two people that looked at the two fish and five loaves and went like, this can make a difference is Jesus and the little boy. I want to ask you guys remember when you just got saved i remember when i just got saved and i thought if i can just contribute anything it will be the coolest thing ever if i can just yes i saw those guys prophesying i saw those guys teaching and i'm like okay that's completely out of my league but just maybe i can shift the chair so that it'll be easier for people that will be so cool I, I just, anything to make this thing better. I, I, w- when I got saved, the church that we in at a building, it was an, a fairly old building, but the garden was completely messed up. I thought to myself so many times, oh God, just let me leave everything, stay in that building and, and work in the garden. I'll do it for the rest of my life. Just to be in some ways part of this and in some ways being able to contribute. It's amazing how we are, you know. Why don't we remain like young boys that look at our two fish and five loaves and go like, Jesus, just, just use it. Just, here it is. I'm like, you know, just, just anything that I have, just, just take it. What has happened to us? What has happened to us where we go like, I'm more in the truck top of business, you know. Give me two trucks, I'll fill it with bread and just feed the people. And if I don't get my trucks, I probably have nothing to offer. Right? There's something in us that I think in, in our innocence and in our youthfulness of whatever I have, I bring that has got lost. And I, you know, I, I, I look at us. I'm, I'm speaking to us as a family now. I think we're growing up. I think we're growing up as a family. I think we are not where we were a couple of years ago. I think there is maturity in the church that we're not around. There's substance that's growing in and amongst us. We're getting big. We're not childish anymore. But man, I'm hoping that we don't lose our childlikeness. I'm hoping that we don't lose our innocence. I hope that we don't lose our ridiculousness. In some way going, in
4: this church, a word like this is really nothing. I'm going
3: to hold it back. And if there is, and I'm just, I'm just throwing it again, if there's any intimidation or any fear of man in here, it was interesting, I'm, 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 I'm just going to say what the, in, in, a, in our chat with the prophetic guys, and I'm not hammering on the prophetic today. I'm, I'm, I'm hammering on everything, not just what's flowing in here, but seven days a week, how we are operating and how we are functioning, everything, right? I'm not obviously limiting it to here. But guys would say, you know what is, what is difficult for a prophetic guy if he has a word? He sees it's lining up to the elders. He sees the elder goes, and he doesn't give him the mic. And he's thinking, oh, flip, what if that happens to me? What if I go and be like be, my little two fishes and five blows? And the elder go like, hmm.
4: And after a while, that little thinking,
3: that little seed just, just pops in every heart and after a while we all feel like let's not let's not let's play it safe some of us are more some of us most of us are more comfortable bringing nothing than bringing what we think is ridiculous what god is giving us
4: and there was a time that we would give the ridiculous we need
3: that again guys the other thing that that i found with with my um with, with how I have grown old and where I've used, lose childlikeness, where I get excited about the two fishes and five loaves. I, uh, um, after my uh, wanting to, to, to plant uh, or uh, work in the garden, I uh, um, was a year in Bible school and they asked me to start the youth in Bible school. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a year and a half saved, all right? I've preached a couple of times. I don't want to work in the garden anymore. Definitely not, right? <laughs> I've got different uh, uh, ambitions at the moment. And they asked me to start the youth. I'm second years, I'm a year and a half, so they asked me to start the youth. It's in Wellington. In that time, a revival breaks out. I, I've since that not, not seen any any revival like that, at least in my lifetime. A revival break out in the Paul schools, right? And in one in one night. Our youth changed from 15 guys to 250 guys, right? And it's pumping like you can't believe it, right? It is crazy, the life and excitement that, that came out of that. To be honest, I had nothing to do with it. We were just the only youth that had, an, uh, you know, that, that made room for the Holy Spirit. They came to us. But at some stage, I looked at it and I go like, things have changed for me, right? And so as the ball was rolling, I started making more conclusions. Maybe I'm truly the apostle of this area. I, I I I genuinely thought that. It was in the time where the apostolic was great, and it's like, well, that's obviously what I am here. And then I looked around at my, at my leaders and my elders, and I go like, I kind of think of it, you know. These guys are actually losers. I'm the guy. Right, so I, I then decided, like, I spoke to them and I said, listen, guys, I think I'm going to move on. Where are you going to go? Like, I don't want to say it out, out loud, but I'm I'm going to become the apostle of another area, so don't. I'm glad you guys are laughing, all right? Um. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. So, and then, um, you know, I... I through for, for several series of events was made very, very clear with God that I'm wrong. Right? That I'm not who I think I am. Um and that that really uh was, that really hit me hard. I had the confidence of an apostle. <laughs> and and my bubble was burst very, very quickly. For series of events that God made clear to me. And so in this almost this uh embarrassment or this I don't know what it was, I I pulled back. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna do this again, you know. And a year later I had a dream um where I was in, in the, the yard that I grew up as a as a child in my parents' house. We had a big yard and I saw myself as in nighttime climbing over the fence of the yard. In the dream. And as I'm climbing over, I'm realizing all eyes are on me and I am doing the wrong thing here. It's like I can see the eyes of, uh, uh, it's, it's almost showing the enemy my, my uh, uh, a way in. I've shown them where the weak, weak spot is as I'm climbing over. And as I came back, I, I see the second scene. I'm back in my house and I'm looking out in our yard and I see the very area that I climb over the fence is the very area that the enemy is climbing in now. And as I looked, I saw where the enemy is climbing in now, the enemy was starting to occupy the enemy. I'm saying them, it's bad guys. It does not look like bad guys. They're starting to make camp on our grass, on our yard. And I'm realizing that they, he is this enemy, enemies, is occupying what is rightfully mine. I felt the Lord spoke to me, you know. After that, He says the very area that you've overextended yourself is the very area that you've pulled back now, and you have allowed the enemy to steal your territory and your area. You know, I'm I may be extreme in that case, but all of us at some stage, as God is starting to use us, go like, "Whoa." You want to say, my, fi- my two fishes is feeding the multitudes? And all of us at some stage have, not all of us, some of us, many of us, have this idea at some stage like, well, I'm really cool. I really have something to give. And it won't take long. <laughs> if you're still there, I'm just saying it's coming.
4: That you realize you're not so cool. It's like, I thought I'm Billy Graham.
3: Really, I mean, I spoke to a guy and, and there was a tear. I have spoken, there was a tear, right? <laughs> I spoke and there was a tear. Surely, surely, you know. And then it flips on us, kind of, and you realize, oh, shucks. I'm not Billy
4: Graham. And then... Oh shucks, I'm just like
3: everyone else. And then many of us goes, Well, if I'm not if I don't have the truck <laughs> with the load of bread, I'm pulling back. I'm 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 rather. And I don't know, you know, if some of us in 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 the territory, yes, sure, you know, some of us overs overextend. But I'm 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 a little bit more worried here. That some of us has ventured out a little bit in giving us the, 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 the two fishes and five loaves, and maybe didn't get the appreciation that we were hoping for, or maybe never got, or, or not quite, uh, quite got the, the applause. Or we actually genuinely made a mistake, and somehow in our heart, like I did, we go like, "I'm going to play it safe." I want to ask, I want to ask us again, I'm I'm imploring us as a, as a church, that we would not settle for our territory. There is something to fight for our territory. There is something where the enemy will intimidate you to sit back. There's something that the enemy will do to keep you quiet. There's something that the enemy will whisper. If you're a Christian, I promise you, you'll whisper it. What you have is not enough. What you have is not good enough. What you have is not going to make a difference. It's rather better for you to be quiet. I promise you, I promise you, he will, uh, he will will whisper it to you. And the problem for us is if at that time we swallow that, and at the end we sit with gears that is just quieted and quieted, some thinking very noble, but at the end when everybody starts falling into that, this engine is just... Gone quiet. So I want to I want to implore you guys to consider again, and I want to say to you guys that your uh, your seeming insignificance is making a massive, massive difference. And I'm not just saying that as a nice pastor pep talk here. Really, I I before God believe because some of us here that sees us insignificant is quiet. The church is not flowing in what it should be. And it's not going to change with me improving my preaching. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> but I genuinely think that. I genuinely think that. The key is not here. The key is here. All of us stepping into what God has for us. And so I want to ask you guys, right? if in some ways an intimidation and sometimes when you feel like considered laughed at if you've become old become a child again man and celebrate the five fish and uh, no two fish and five loaves celebrate it again and be excited to throw it
4: and give it and see what happens with it all right so i'm going to i'm going to pray for us <laughs>
3: I'm going to ask, you know, that you would consider with me and that you would determine with me that if we're going to make a difference in our area, which is Stellenbosch, if we're going to make an area on the wider South Africa, if we're going to make a difference in the world, it's not falling on the elders. It's falling on every one of us. And that if any one of us are withholding, you're withholding from all of us. And that we would look past our insecurities, all our hurts, all our fears, and determine (laughs) that we will put ourselves out there and make sure that this engine can go again. Look, I'm not saying that this engine is quiet completely. We are doing well. But I think we can do better in these things. Okay. So, look, I mean, just let's close our eyes. And just consider, you know, consider where,
4: where
3: consider where you've fallen from. <laughs> consider the excitement that you had to contribute. And just consider where you are now. Consider the excitement to bring two fishes and five loaves. To bring one loaf. But how over time you've fallen into the trap of thinking, oh, what does that really do? Consider where you were once so blessed by being, being just here and be part of it. Into times where you have fallen to the idea, what difference do I really make? <laughs> do I really have a place? And all that stuff that comes with it. Consider where the enemy has allowed you for intimidation, the fear of man, your insecurities to step back on the territory that he has for you. Right? Just just bring that before the Lord. Uh, they, they will know you don't have to put up your hand or anything. I just want you to consider that.
4: just want you to consider that. If you guys can just well,
3: maybe yeah, oh, you
5: know, I um it's actually something that the Lord is speaking to me about personally, and I just really have the sense that there's people here this morning that actually feel the same and when when David was anointed for king, um God sent Samuel to the house of Jesse, and he looked at all the brothers and all the brothers were standing there, super tall, probably super talented, super strong, and thinking. I can do this. Like <laughs> um, I I can be I can be king. And the Bible says that God doesn't look the way, the same way that humans does, he looks at the heart. And David was there, the shepherd boy was busy tending to the sheep and he was just being super faithful with, with what was in his hand. And every single time Samuel came and God said, No, this is not the one. This is not the one. And we look at that story and we go, Well, wow, this is so beautiful. I love this story. How awesome is David. He was faithful. But Imagine you were the brothers standing there thinking, I can actually do this. And God is actually in the process of humbling you and saying, Well, because you have felt overlooked, I feel like there's people here this morning that have felt overlooked. Maybe you thought, God, I've got everything. I've got the skill. I can be an elder. I can be a community leader. I can. And then God passes you by so many times, and it's like, and that guy gets raised up, or that girl gets raised up, and you're like, What about me? And because that feeling of. Um being overlooked, you sometimes feel like, okay, now I'm gonna actually just take a step back because God doesn't see me. So yeah, I just I felt that. I felt like God sees you. And the encouragement is to be faithful with the sheep, be faithful when no one sees, be faithful um in the quiet place.
4: All right. So
3: Jesus, I pray, we we all pray. We all pray. <laughs> Father, we say sorry where we add something and we withhold it because of what type of fear, intimidation, attitude, whatever it might be, Jesus, we repent of that. Mm-hmm. Father, we take responsibility of our church, of our body. Father, realizing if I'm not working, I'm depriving this body, Jesus. But Father, I pray, Lord, just any just the fears that's with people that you will just cast that out today and we'll find that small medium, big, whatever gears will just kick in again and operate Um, in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks Carl. That was amazing.
0: As, um, was sharing, I just felt, um, to give a word of encouragement for you, Chris, um, yeah, for you, I just—I was looking at you, and I just felt like that God has not overlooked you. You know, um, that you in fact are an incredible blessing to the body, um, to this church. You and your wife, and that—that um, that there is still plenty to be done for His kingdom, and you are only now starting to come in that, in that reality. So, I hope that's an encouragement for you um I can see many men look at you and draw from your wisdom, so we want to honor you both today in that okay and then also, I have a, another word um
4: for your know, Martha. I just saw you yeah sorry do you wanna do you understand oh. <laughs> uh,
0: Martha, I want to tell you today the Lord has not over, over, overlooked you, that he's still got a plan and purpose for your life, and you're in season. Just continue to pursue him, stay faithful in his presence, and, and yeah, when he
4: calls, put down and go. Does that answer. Put down and just go and sit with him.
0: When he calls, you know, stop the car for goodness sake and say, what, Lord? That sense of obedience I see also in this next season of just wanting to make time for him. And um, I see the doors have swung open wide for you in this season that you're in. And there is a sense of his hand of protection over you. And he says, even though you might not, even if it might feel a bit uncomfortable, God says our presence is with you. Our presence is with you. You're in the right season. That's what I feel. Okay, I don't know if that means maybe we can chat afterwards.
3: So I'm, I'm going to ask if, if we can just, w- one response. We're going to res- respond with the, just a song. If you guys can maybe just stand. You guys to sing a song and then... Um, we, uh, we landed with this
7: response. I don't have much to bring to you Nor anything to show All of me so unworthy of you Even my best still falls so short But what I have, I'll bring. And what I have, I'll bring. What I have, I'll bring. What I have, I'll bring to you, my King. And Jesus, You've given. is
0: the rest of today as we enjoy family, as we enjoy the people around us. Father we just ask